0: have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Welcome to Joe's Common Sense. I'm your host, Joe. Today's June 11th. A lot of stuff going on in the news. Seems like every day, day after day, there's some new story um, about all these conspiracy theories that apparently are, are turning out to be true. Apparently you've been lied repeatedly to by the media. And we have the facts now. Everything comes out now. But yet we're still protecting people. Oh, the joy of the liberal left. So, if you've been in a cave or underground or in space, maybe you don't know that Fauci had a big email dump of all the emails between him and everybody around the world. And there were three big things that were taken out of those. The first big thing is he lied about wearing a mask. Remember, at one point he told you to wear two masks because masks are so effective. So, we look at his emails to his friends, to his colleagues. He says masks aren't effective at all. The particles are too small. They'll pass right through the mask. The mask isn't effective at all. But yet we mandated that everybody in this country wear a mask. We shut down cities and states and forced everybody to wear a mask, even though they weren't effective. The second was the hydroxychloroquine, the miracle pill that Trump was touting, that if you take this pill, it would help. Turns out that pill really works. And as we see in Fauci's emails, Fauci was actually emailing his friends and other colleagues to take hydroxychloroquine. He was telling them how great it is and how it'll help and go ahead and take it. But yet in the other breath, he wouldn't say that it was okay to take when Trump was saying it was. Politically motivated. And then the transfer of the virus. Everybody knows it was leaked from the lab in Wuhan. Everybody knows that. Well, no, they, they didn't know that. I mean, Trump was a xenophobic, he was racist, uh, he wasn't following the science. But we see in Fauci's emails where the director of the Wuhan lab thanks him for covering up the fact that the transfer occurred there. Thanking him for covering it up. Thanking him for putting the focus on the fact that it could be animal-to-human transmission. I mean, we were given this Wuhan lab like 450-some million. So, I mean, those are three huge takeaways. We, we, we lied about the mass. We lied about hydroxychloroquine because Trump looked bad. We lied about the transfer of virus because then Trump looks like he's, he's a conspiracy theorist and he's a racist. But it's all found out to be true. So this is all true. How does Fauci still have a job? How is he still a doctor? Fauci is the highest paid federal employee, has been for some time. He's been employed since 1984, people. 1984, Dr. Fauci has been with the government. It's time for him to get fired. It's time for him to be forced out. So he's been quiet the past few days, but in interviews yesterday, here's it's the old Democratic reproach. Oh, people are attacking me or are attacking the science because I did what the science said. Well, no, you didn't. Your emails show that you didn't do that. But are you going to see anybody in the press arguing that? Are you going to see anybody in the press stating that that, that Fauci lied about these things? No, you're not going to find that anywhere. But yet the guy continues to make like 800, you know, what does he make? $800,000 a year There we go, it's $800,000 a year As a federal employee That's what this guy makes And he lies You know, but it just it just really goes To show you about the whole Administration currently I mean Man, if I was a Democrat And I voted for Biden because he said He was going to do all these things I'd be very, very, very disappointed I mean, Black Lives Matter Never invited them to the table Never wanted to talk to them. He understands they're a radical organization. He understands that they're not interested in really making all black lives matter. He'd look too radical. Uh, two weeks ago, they decided to, to kick out the tuition forgiveness out of one of these massive infrastructure bills or the HR4 bill they're, they're attempting to pass. but the, But tuition forgiveness was dropped. That was a huge thing they ran on. And apparently decreasing kids in cages, well, that hasn't happened, because we know there's a 1,700% increase in that. So, you know, I I just, I mean, you you people voted Trump out because you wanted all this stuff to get better. Because you wanted all this stuff to happen, and it's not. And now we find out that all this stuff that you voted against Trump for was all a lie. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theory person, people. I'm not. I'm not... Alex Cross or Alex Jones or whoever that guy is I'm not a conspiracy theory person but when everything is turning out to be true after the fact could have been proven during the fact but the supposed free press doesn't want to intervene doesn't want to have a story look bad against the Democratic Party doesn't want something to look bad against the liberal cause so instead of finding the truth we'll just just lie We'll just have Dr. Fauci lie. I mean, the worst now is the emails and recordings of Hunter Biden using the N-word continuously. Over and over again, calling his lawyer the N-word, calling this person the N-word. And and Joe Biden is supposed to be, you know, all this anti-racism and, you know, because systematic racism in this country. Systematic racism is everywhere in this country. So where does Hunter Biden learn to use that? Probably from maybe his racist dad. But, but it's funny because Joe Biden hasn't come out and condemned this yet. He hasn't come out and condemned it at all. Because you know why? Because nobody's going to hold him accountable. Nobody in the press is going to hold him accountable for this. We're going to ask fluff questions. Camilla Harris is going to hand out cookies to the press. I mean, nobody's going to ask, a, when are you guys going to get a cat at the White House? Nobody's going to ask this question. Uh, Mr. President, why haven't you condemned your son for using the N-word? Are the Bidens racist? It would appear that you're a racist family since you're not condemning this. Then this is how you talk in your home. Dude, if this was Trump, if this was Trump Jr., one of his kids, oh my God. The press would have a field day, 24-7 MSNBC. Oh my God, they're racist. Trump is racist. Oh my God. I can't believe his kids said that. They use that in their house all the time. They're just a family of racists. No, no. It's Hunter Biden smoking crack, taking videos with underage girls and using the N-word, but that's okay because he wrote a book and he's in recovery, so everything's okay. But he's a Democrat, so... You know, and then the other lie we found out about... So you remember, you know, when they had the birth... You know, right after Floyd died, they had the big... Bruja in D.C., they had the big demonstrations, they were burning stuff. Trump walked across the street and stood on the steps of a church with a Bible. And now, you remember what everybody on the left was saying. Oh my God, they tear gas innocent people so that Trump could walk across the street for a photo op. Well, the Parks Department finally released their investigation. Their investigation found that they were already clearing the street. To put up anti scaling fence. So they were already under orders to clear the street, to put up the anti scaling fence prior to Trump even deciding he wanted to walk across the street. So you think anybody's gonna walk that back now? You know, you know how huge that was. Oh, Trump is a racist, he doesn't care. He gassed innocent black people just so he could walk across the street with his Bible. So we know none this is true now. I tell you guys, I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but everything that's happened so far, every other day, you know, once a week, we're getting some story overturning everything, showing what really happened. I mean, are we ready to see that? Are you ready to see that? Are some of your friends ready to open their eyes to the bullshit and the lies? You know, what I think is funny is we got Camilla Harris going to, down to guatemala because apparently she can't go to the border she'd rather just go to guatemala so she goes to guatemala she gets embarrassed by the president of guatemala well first of all when she arrives on the drive into uh, wherever she's going um, there's signs everywhere that said go home vp camilla harris Uh, we like trump trump won you stole the election go home so, all this. So, there's a press conference with the president of Guatemala, and they're discussing, oh, well, what are, what, what are the causes of all this immigration? And, and of course, Camilla Harris, being the good little Democratic puppet she is, the good little liberal puppet, says, oh, climate change. Climate change is, is causing these people to go to America. Not the fact that Biden said, hey, my border's open, come on up hey, we'll give you money, we'll put you in a city, we won't keep track of you, we'll give you free health care, we'll put you up in a hotel for months. And the Guatemalan president almost laughs at her and says, that's not true at all, it's your policies, it's your president's policies that is causing this. It's not climate change. You notice, so they can't scare anybody with COVID anymore, so now what are they doing? They're grasping at climate change again. Grasping at climate change. You know, according to Al Gore, the planet should be destroyed by now. The planet should be no more, according to Al Gore. The polar ice cap should have been entirely melted by now. People just... I mean, when are we going to wake up? When are we going to wake up? You know, we've got a president that's embarrassing around the world. You know, right now we got Biden at the, at the G7. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if they let him talk. I mean... They show a picture on the plane ride over on Air Force One and um, his wife uh, is going looking through all these stuff and it says, I'm prepping for the G7. What are you prepping for, uh, Mrs. Biden, to help Joe with the big words? To draw pictures so he understands the premise? It's none of your business. You're the first lady. Because it was funny because another Democrat, uh, the man who ran the Clinton White House, said there is no way that they would have ever put in a picture of Hillary Clinton reading classified documents saying that she's prepping for a world conference that the president is going to. But it's just, it's just another day in the Biden White House. Just another day in liberal land. And I don't suppose you guys have all heard about the big AOC controversy again. So AOC rails on Twitter about her poor abuela her poor grandmother for four years she's been waiting for Trump's money. you know she hasn't been able to repair her house in Puerto Rico so so what is she talking about is she talking about the Puerto Rican government who were found the two the two huge the two governors were found guilty of hiding all that equipment right that that aid that was given to the corrupt Puerto Ricans so. Matt Walsh, uh, conservative columnist, uh, blogger, um, decides that he's going to start a GoFundMe. Because it's imme- immediately everybody on the right points out, oh, typical left, oh, the government needs to solve my grandma's problem, I can't do anything for my grandma. And then they point out how AOC has this big, huge penthouse in D.C., how AOC just bought a brand new Tesla, but she can't send her poor grandma any money, and it's all Trump's fault that her grandma's suffering. So Matt Walsh, Does a GoFundMe Uh, They raise over $100,000 And then suddenly from the family Somebody from the family reaches out And says that we're not going to take the money So apparently AOC wants Her grandmother to live in uh, Decrepit conditions So she doesn't really care about her grandmother Or this was just all for some other publicity She's the uh, 247th Least partisan official in, in the in, in in the House and Senate. She's also the four hundred and twenty fourth least effective. But you wouldn't know that by talking to the left. Oh my God. She's just oh, she's so great. She's so great. She's an idiot. She uses things to her advantage. She really cared about kids in cages. She'd hold Joe Liable. Just like they all screamed about Trump. She really cared about a grandma, she would have taken care of it. She would have taken the money that these people raised. But no, it's easier to cry about things. You know, now we've got this, you know, H.R. 4 that they're trying to get passed and this infrastructure bill. You know, in H.R. 4, we need to be really, really careful about. H.R. 4 is basically an attempt by the Democrats to go around the court and once again subject state election reforms to a federal veto, no matter how trivial any proposed change might be. So what that means is under H.R. 4, the federal government could veto and block any and potentially all state election reforms, plus redistricting, redistricting, uh, redistricting, redistricting, oh my gosh, under the guise of fighting discrimination. However, there is no requirement to actually prove that anything a state was proposing would be discriminatory. B- discriminatory. So basically, the Q state has to prove its own innocence. The government doesn't have to show any other anything else. Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, enforced today, gives the federal government the power to stop discriminatory voting practices. So there's really no need for it, right? And Section 3 of the Voting Rights Act provides for subjecting local or state governments that engage in discriminatory practices to be subject to preclearance. So, I mean, we have these right now. So, so, so what's the purpose of H.R. 4? So if you're looking at it from, from my perspective, you know, it's not to protect voter rights. It's to stop states from making voter reforms that are trying to make our elections more transparent, secure, and accountable. You know we have these states that are making changes. Texas, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia. All these people wanting transparency. Because nobody believes that at 3.23 in the morning, Joe Biden got 100,000 votes in a bunch of different cities. It's a statistical impossibility. You know, but I don't know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to tell you, someday that's probably going to be true. The way things are going. You know, so you have these states that are telling the federal government, forget you. You know, we're going to enact our own. So it's just another power grab. I mean, how much federal government do we want? I mean, you people on the left, you Democrats, do you just want to be legislated to death? Do you want the government to run everything for you? I mean, leave it up to the states. The states set their own rules. The state legislatures set their own rules. They set their own election laws per state. The federal government doesn't need to intervene on that. The federal government doesn't need to control that. The federal government doesn't arbitrarily need to say, oh, we don't like that law, so we're going to sue you. You can't enforce that, and you have to prove why you are innocent. I mean, it doesn't work that way, but that's how they want it. But they're trying to tell you that this is a racist law. This is a racist law. A racist law. So, I don't know, people. I mean, when is enough going to be enough? I mean, I'm tired of having rainbow flags shoved down my throat this month. I don't care what you do. I could care less. If you like somebody of the the same sex, good for you. You know, 53% of my type of marriages don't work out. So if you can work out being married to a person of the same sex, good luck to you. I don't need a month of you telling me about it. You know, I don't need it thrown in my face. You know, in other countries, you get killed for what you do. Not in this country, you can be whatever you want, and I don't care. If you're happy, be happy. But you don't have to throw it in my face. You don't have to blame me for all your wrongs, all your ills. You know, we're in a dangerous time where we're grouping people and assigning blame goes all back to that critical race theory that they're trying to teach in schools where instead of looking at kids as individuals and individual achievement, we're going to group them together. We're going to blame white people and call them oppressors. Tell them that they're bad. How are you supposed to tell a kid who's in freaking third or fourth grade that they're responsible for all the troubles in the world because they're white? It's a bunch of BS, people. We're seeing a lot more people speak up now A lot more people challenging these school boards. We saw the teacher in Virginia who wasn't going to use the pronouns got fired by the school district. He sued and won. People, it's time. It's time we hold educators responsible. We don't need our kids being indoctrinated. We don't need our kids being separated by race. That's the whole opposite of what Martin Luther King wanted. He wanted us to be recognized by our individual achievements. We're all individuals that contribute. We're not a group that just woe is me. Oh my God. Everybody hates me. That's why I can't ever succeed. And that's enough, America. I'm telling you, enough is enough of this BS. Let's hold these people accountable. Let's hold the press accountable. Let's hold our local election boards accountable. Let's hold our district attorneys accountable for enforcing the law. It's time we hold these people accountable who feel the better way is to let everything go. And if you're triggered by the American flag, move out of America. for listening to joe's common sense podcast check out his facebook page at joe's common sense podcast to leave your comments please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends catch us back here next sunday for another fresh new episode